Hello and welcome to the FIC podcast where you'll hear teaching and resources for church leaders to help independent churches work together to reach Britain for Christ. The problem with blind spots is that we are blind to them. At this year's local leaders conferences we spent a little time considering a potential blind spot as churches, women. In Galatians 2 verses 11 to 21 Paul records how he had to confront Peter and Barnabas for not acting in line with the gospel in a way that they were behaving towards Gentile believers. Paul calls it a hypocrisy which has led others astray. It was a blind spot that needed to be exposed. God forbid that we should do likewise. We used the following talk to introduce a potential blind spot with help from Rachel Sloan, our part-time women's ministry coordinator and part-time staff member at Charlotte Chapel in Edinburgh. She helped us think about ministry by and to women. The topic of women, their value and their roles has never been more furiously debated. In the media, the message is clear. Too many women have been wounded at the hands of men. The time has come for women to be seen and treated as equals. Within the church, we have a better story regarding men and women. We follow a saviour who knew the value of women and modelled that in his ministry. Jesus engaged with women, he taught them, he listened to them. He offered them freedom, equality and life. We see this in the meeting of the Samaritan woman at the well, in how he interacts with Mary and Martha, or in how Jesus loves and cares for his own mother. In all those exchanges and more, we see something that is totally countercultural. The question is, do we model this in our churches? Well, yes, I think we do. Much progress has been made in the church in accurately modelling what the Bible has to say about women. However, progress does not equal perfection. Sadly, we have blind spots. In church life, failure to recognise and deal with our blind spots regarding how we value and treat women can lead to women feeling hurt, excluded and not heard. The aim of this session is to raise questions and encourage discussion, not point a finger. While I will be mainly focusing on an example of a women's worker, what I say can be applied to all women. Whatever your ministry team is like, please use this as an opportunity to reflect upon the experience of women in your church. As we walk through this scenario, we want to graciously and sensitively ask, what are some of the ways we can better reflect in our churches what the Bible has to say about men and women and how they relate to one another. How do we honour the image of God in women and declare their worthiness of being co-labourers in the gospel? Let's consider Joanne. Until three months ago, you had an all-male staff team. Then Joanne joined as the women's worker. Joanne worked as a teacher before. Most of the time, she now works from home, and when she does come to the church for staff meetings, she feels a little sidelined. Some of the ideas she has aren't fully explored, and she is reticent to speak up. She isn't greeted by name when she joins, personal questions aren't asked. As a male staff, you often share a joke, sometimes at the expense of women. Joanne increasingly feels insecure and isolated. Last week, she heard the male members of staff talk about their book allowance. She realised she doesn't have one and has begun to wonder what other discrepancies there are in her contract. What might it look like to act in line with the gospel? Above all, we want to be celebrating equality and remembering our differences. 
In our churches, we want to be demonstrating and celebrating the equality between men and women. This will mean making sure the voices of women are equally heard. An outworking of positive complementarianism will see male leadership listening to the voices of women in their congregations. How best can you do that in your context? As women, however we serve in the church, we are acutely aware that we never want to step into roles that are not open to us biblically. I confess this at times has probably made me more sensitive to whether I'm needed or wanted. However, being ignored or not spoken to can sadly only serve to compound that feeling. How do you ensure women are positively included? Equality means women should always be actively acknowledged and welcomed. Much progress in the world of work has been made regarding closing the gender pay gap. Is this reflected within the church? We should be leading the way with equal pay and conditions. We want to ensure that there isn't an inappropriate hierarchy regarding book allowance, time off, etc. In a secular workplace, women would join men for lunch, walk to the sandwich shop together. This can disappear in a church team, leaving women in ministry feeling isolated. Are you taking care to build a relationship with women as colleagues in their own right? When having social times, is the conversation full of topics which women just can't join in on? Of course, I'm aware we don't want to make assumptions on cultural gender stereotypes. Not all men like sports, and many women can enthusiastically engage in conversations about football. But are you aware whether the humour and jokes thrown around are understood and appreciated by the woman on your team? Or does it make her feel uncomfortable and excluded? As well as celebrating our equality, we want to be remembering our differences. Having worked in both male and female dominated workplaces, I could confidently say men and women are different. They are different in how they talk to one another, what they talk about, their humour and their working practices. How aware are you of those differences and how your words might be heard by a woman? I think these differences are particularly pronounced if a woman is single. Holidays, celebrations and social occasions can be difficult if you're on your own. Do you know who their key relationships are with and where their support comes from? The differences can also be more noticeable regarding having someone to talk to about church matters. It might not be suitable for a woman to share all with her husband, especially if he's not in ministry. Or if they are single, they can be unsure over who they can talk to. It can be more natural for men serving together to talk to and support one another. Let's return to our scenario. As the pastor, you and your wife have set very clear boundaries regarding your interaction with women. You seek to be above reproach. As a result, you seek to have little time on your own with Joanne and feel a little awkward having personal chat. You have thought carefully that it's good to involve another elder in your reviews. Over time, Joanne finds it increasingly hard to open up in these meetings. She often finds herself locking up the building after meetings and walking home in the dark alone, as she doesn't want to ask for a lift in case she's overstepping boundaries. What might it look like to act in line with the gospel? As church leaders, clarity in our boundaries with the opposite sex and desiring to be above reproach is so important. We desire to relate to one another in a way that is Jesus-honouring. However, it could be possible that your carefulness could be read as disinterest, 
Or worse, it could be interpreted that women are seen as temptresses and to be avoided in case the wrong impression is given. Only including other men in attempts to be above reproach may serve to inhibit women as they fear coming across as overly emotional or unsure their female point of view will be understood. Instead of having your boundaries already decided, could you include women in that conversation so they contribute rather than being told? It might be that including another woman rather than an elder when meeting would ensure that behaviour is above reproach while more likely freeing women to share with confidence. Paul teaches Timothy that he should treat older women as mothers and younger women as sisters. As you reflect upon how you want love and care to be demonstrated towards your mother or sister, how can you apply that same love and care to the women in your church and on your staff? How might that familial love shape more positively how we communicate and interact with one another? Let's come back to Joanne for a final time. Joanne wants to see women growing in confidence in serving in the life of the church and ensure that she is a good role model. She has been suggesting women for biblical ministry roles but has seen little change. She is beginning to feel like she sounds like a broken record when she does speak up. What might it look like to act in line with the gospel? Within the FIC, we affirm that the role of pastor is restricted to suitably gifted men and elders are to be male. Alongside that, our desire regarding women serving in ministry is to demonstrate a positive complementarianism. Cindy Cochran writes, In complementarian circles, when we're clear about the few things God has not called women to do, God's people can pursue wholeheartedly the support and encouragement of the countless things women can do. Therefore, do those on your team have clarity regarding what women can do and where they can serve? This will look different across the wide spectrum of churches in the FIC. But within your local church, have you thought this through? Leading on from this, do the women in your church see, appreciate and understand all the roles open to them? If women can read and pray in the service, are they doing this regularly? What I have shared might not ring true for the women in your church. But what I hope is you are encouraged to go back and have a conversation with them. What are the ways it is unintentionally communicated that women are somehow lesser in your church or their voices are not as important to be listened to? Ultimately, we need to ask God for wisdom in how we interact as men and women. We want to ensure we aren't so careful we can't work together as brothers and sisters in Christ. We neither want to be so sensitive we are always taking offence or reading into what is not there. We instead want to be men and women working together side by side, fulfilling our God-given roles, modelling Jesus in how we interact with one another for the sake of the gospel and to see God glorified. Thanks for listening to the FIC podcast. For more resources for church leaders, subscribe to this podcast on your favourite podcast app and visit our website at fiec.org.uk.